For decades, we've helped Tom's family with parenting, adoption, and what it means to be pro-life. It's just typical of the way Focus on the Family has worked over the years. They just provide very practical, biblically-based things that help people to make the right choice and, and support people in ways that really are necessary. That's why Tom and his wife give monthly, to encourage and equip other families. Focus on the family is out on the front lines of things that you know are necessary in the culture and in, in the community, and we as Christians are called to support God's work in that way. It's just a blessing to us to be a part of it. I'm Jim Daly. I'm inviting you to give monthly so that together we can save even more families. Join our Friends of Focus on the Family team by calling 800-A-FAMILY or donate at focusonthefamily.com family. Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family parenting podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. Many of our listeners really want to pass on a spiritual baton to their kids. The, the spiritual life is important, and teaching your kids to pray is vital, but how do you do that? It's daunting. I mean, how, how do you get prayer on a child's radar in a meaningful way? I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta, and if this is your first time listening, Danny's a family counselor and uh, heads up our parenting department here at Focus on the Family. And Danny, you write and speak a lot, you counsel a lot. What do you think uh, parents need to know about teaching their kids about prayer? It's very challenging, and many parents feel a bit inadequate with this because it's very experiential. You, you, it's your experience with God and your relational experience with God, and that's hard to describe to, to a child. Uh, you can model it, you can talk about it, but it has to become, prayer has to become your child's owned activity with, uh, with God. And we have our own doubts sometimes as adults. Is God really listening to me? Is God, th- this has happened. Is God really has he heard me? As some parents say, you know, sometimes I doubt. Is God really real? Is he? Is he not? And they have those wrestling matches inside. And so then, when you're trying to talk to your kids about that, uh, those doubts can sometimes come out. And you can uh, do prayer more as a just a routine thing. What's actually a strength for kids with prayer is the use of their imagination, of being able to have a relationship with a God who cares, and helping them see that God is responding to the prayers around them. Well, we realize this is a topic of great interest to many of our listeners, and we're going to listen now to Dr. David Ireland. He is a terrific communicator. He wrote a book called Raising a Child Who Prays, and here he is talking with Jim Daly and me. It's a really interesting conversation. Uh, Let's start with the role of mom and dad. Um, A lot of us uh, think the church will fill this void. It's the church's role. You're a pastor. You know, we take the kids to Sunday school. They'll teach them how to pray. That's not a good uh, approach to this, is it? It's not. I mean, the the church has the child or the children maybe about 90 minutes once a week, and that's not going to be the greatest influence in the life of the church, no matter how good that church is. And I'm a pastor, and I think that the role of a parent— is a daunting role. And I don't want to add another burden on a parent's life because it's already overwhelming when you think about how do I mold and shape this little one? And when they become teenagers, how do I <laughs> run away from them? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, are you talking to John and me? What are we talking about? <laughs> how do I mold and shape them so that they can become not only productive in society, but individuals that are expanders of the kingdom of God? And Marlinda and I have raised two children, and they're adults now. And uh, we have 
thank God we have been successful with the help of the Lord. And sometimes we were successful because we stumbled on it accidentally. And I think the idea of training children how to pray, not in this mechanical, academic sense, but in an organic kind of lifestyle sense is something very essential. Mm -hmm. And it's so important for us as parents not to give that over to others. I know we're busy. We can make excuses. I think at times I've done that, you know, that they'll get this at school or they'll get that at church. Um, But we need to be the primary caretakers of their spiritual development. Absolutely, Jim. In fact, nowadays, a lot of parents are abdicating their roles and they're they're paying companies to teach their children things that <laughs> that we taught our children and and other uh, generations did, like childproofing your home. You can pay twelve hundred and fifty bucks to a company, and they'll do that. Or you know, two sessions on how to prevent your child from stop sucking their thumb. Forty three hundred dollars if you want to have a <laughs> There's two an session experience. Here. And you know, two week potty training with live instructor. Thirty seven hundred dollars. Okay, that one yeah. might be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine a live instructor. Instructor for I mean, that. They'll, live, they'll come That's and live crazy. in for a while, and then you know, <laughs> if you want to teach your children how to have manners, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, yes, uh, no, ma'am, or to shake hands, $85. That, so, now, that's <laughs> astounding. The cheapest one of all is the manners training. I know. I mean, so, <laughs> And people are trying to now tell the church, you, I'll bring my child to you, mm, and you yeah. train my child how to pray, and you train my child how to be godly, but... I'll do whatever I want to do. Well, that's an interesting uh, phenomenon. What, what you're describing there is that in a country where we can now afford to pay others to do the things that traditionally was a parent's role, we're opting for the easy way, the comfortable way. Hey, let's just pay them to teach our kid not to suck his thumb. And and it seems good when we think about it on a surface level, but when you think about it on a deeper level, a substantive level, we're not only just thinking about what we're doing to our children by abdicating our roles, but what we need to think about is the future of the church. And so we're creating this church that is what I would call a cruise ship mentality versus a war a warship. And Christianity is a warship and not a cruise ship. And when we don't understand that, we'll ra- we're raising up individuals who are quote-unquote Christians to take over the helm of the church, the Lord's church globally, who will really have a, a cruise ship mentality. Wow. So, yeah, on, I've on, never heard it put that way. On, on the cruise ship, I'm here to be entertained. On a warship, I'm here to fight. I'm fighting against the culture. I'm fighting against the enemy of our soul. On a cruise ship, I look at, at, at the captain as the entertainment director. On a warship, I look at God the captain as the general of the army. And it's a different mindset. The cruise ship docks during wartime. The battleship sails during wartime. And when we abdicate our roles Hmm. of being able to be parents that can raise up children that can engage the culture and be thriving and vibrant in their spiritual walk, we're creating this cruise ship mentality. and We can never fulfill the Great Commission with that kind of perspective. I love that analogy from David Ireland about the cruise ship versus a warship. You know, we're not here to be entertained, and um, we want to teach our kids that. And Danny, besides using that analogy, which is so good, what are some other ways that we can model for and teach our kids about relying on God? I think a good one is using uh, just a prayer journal to write down for a while, especially with young kids, what are we praying about, and then being watchful. You are big on journals. So I love is, that because is, it is this a little things. notebook that you keep kind of near the dinner table? We have journals everywhere. No, no, I'm just joking. We we do seriously. <laughs> we though. do have uh, we each have little journals as far as conversation with each other, and then yeah. we have uh, one that we periodically go to, and we went to more when they were younger to 
be investigators of where we sometimes miss seeing mm. God working around us. We have to be aware and attuned to to God moving, and that could be in a relationship. It could be God responding to a prayer in a very different way. Uh, you can read about David and his reliance on prayer. I think those are great stories, how he was a man of consistent prayer, even though he was very imperfect. Uh, in in uh, Samuel, 1 Samuel 30, it says, and this is when David was completely empty. I mean, he had lost everything. He said, but David strengthened himself in the Lord. And then uh, a few verses down, it says, and then David inquired of the Lord. Uh, our team, our uh, uh, parenting team at Focus on the Family, we have a prayer walk every Wednesday morning. And the prayer walk is about listening to God. We many times think of prayer as a one-sided conversation, that we're the ones bringing our petitions and mm-hmm. everything to God. And that's part of it. And that's part of it. Yet for kids early on, they can use their attunement imagination to begin learning how to discern and listen to the voice of God much better than I believe adults can. So teaching that early is is important. Maybe it's a walk around the house. Maybe you say, hey, we're going to pause for 10 minutes. You're going to just listen, see if God's talking to you. You can draw if you want while you're waiting and being consistent with that pattern, not expecting anything or perfection or they're going to sit still or any of those things. That creates a ton of stress for you guys' parenting and your, yeah. and your child. You're going it's, to sit there and you're going to be quiet <laughs> you're going before to God. You're going to tell us what God tells you. Yeah. No, this, this is really about a relational pattern. The other way is how, what, what do we model as parents and compare to that relationship with God? And I'll give an example. I, with my daughter, uh, she, she will say, hey, Dad, can you hold me? And I've told her, sometimes I ask God for that. Mm. Hey, can you just hold me? Because sometimes I feel overwhelmed. Why do you think you ask me? She says, well, I want closeness. And uh, I remember one time when I told her, I said, you can ask God to do that at any time. I can do it when I'm present here, but I'm limited to when I'm in the room with you. Right. At any moment, you can ask God to hold you and just know spiritually in your soul God is right there and waiting to do that. It's not asking for his presence. You have to be present with him. And those teachings early on, that prayer, is about connecting to a God that's already walking with us wherever we go. We don't have to call him and say, hey, can you come? Can you please come hold me? He's waiting. (laughs) And uh, teaching that early on is important. And if they haven't learned that down the road, uh, just help them grapple with their doubts and be patient with the questions that they have and the moments where they're not believing because in time, they will see, as they enter those chambers of prayer, God will answer, and it, it won't be a mystery anymore to them. Mm-hmm. They'll know God is there with me. Well, the link to our website is in the show notes, so you can find articles and other help for your own prayer life and for helping your kids as well. We, of course, will have Dr. David Ireland's book, Raising a Child Who Prays, And in fact, we'll send a complimentary copy of that when you make a donation of any amount to support the work of Focus on the Family. So again, hit the show notes and find out more. Next time, more from our guest, Dr. David Ireland. And for now, on behalf of Danny and the team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.